This episode on the Mesh.TV is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and FitSock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Halloween and welcome to this very special edition of Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. We welcome everyone to the podcast today, no matter where you're listening from, if you're on iTunes or Podcast Pickle or on our website at themesh.tv. Welcome. I'm Mary Margaret. And as always, I have Moose and McNally here. Hello. 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 Happy Halloween. (laughs) As a quick follow-up from all of our loyal listeners, none of us went to Hickory Honks. No, absolutely. I did not go to Hickory Honks. I will not go to Hickory Honks. You made that clear. You weren't going to go anyway. Yeah, no, not going. Chicken. There's always next year. I am chicken. I will. There is next year, but I'm pretty sure um, Moose is never going to go to Hickory Honks. So, um, we have a very special show. We're just going to go ahead and get rolling a little bit off the beaten normal street circle schedule agenda path yes um so we have a very special guest in the studio today will Locke, mayoral candidate for the city of hickory hello hello everyone i'm glad to be here first time on the podcast i think first time on any podcast but i am thrilled to be here and Hope I can come back often. Wonderful. Absolutely. Well, we, we would love to have you often. Obviously, um, a lot of people may have already known you from some other things you've done within the community. But today we have you here as one of our candidates running for mayor. Now, I did want to put out there that um, both of our candidates were invited to the podcast. And uh, we're very lucky that Will responded and did um, agree to come on today. So thank you for your time. I appreciate that. Any opportunity to engage with fellow citizens, with potential voters, and one of the most important things we can do to engage people in the process is to put ourselves out there as much as possible, share a vision for Hickory and in every environment that we have an opportunity to do and in order to encourage more people to participate in the process. Wonderful. So I'm glad to be here. Well, we appreciate it. As you know, Street Circle Drive is focused on Hickory and the surrounding areas. We really want to um, say Hickory as many times as we can on a podcast. Hickory, get Hickory, it Hickory. Out. Hickory and get it out there and um, just show all the great things that we have going on here big time right now with our elections coming up. We are in early voting, correct? Absolutely. It's all open right now. Moose, I believe you always early vote. I always early vote. I like, I'm, I'm a day of girl. I really like the like whole the pageantry. I do. I like going in and feeling like that's it. Like this is the day. This is the last time I can do it. True. True. And for those who don't like lines and want to get in and out quickly, Highland Rec Center is open the rest of this week through Friday from five, excuse me, from eight o'clock to five o'clock. And then the Saturday from eight o'clock to one o'clock. Okay, great. So we can get there through this weekend. Um, and then. Next Tuesday is a big day. That's right. right? November November 7th. 7th. Okay. Do you know anything about the poll times that day? That's a whole day thing. Like those are seven to seven. Well, those are, I was about to say, depending, sometimes they are different on your, uh, no, they're not different on your precinct. Anyway, it's it's on the Catawba County Board of Elections Absolutely. website. Catawba County Board of Elections website has all that information. Yes. They even have the ability to type in your home address right. and it will tell you exactly where to go vote. And as always, 
the the main goal of this is we just want you to get out and vote. That is something we all at the table firmly uh, have a strong, strong opinion about. Really think it's very important. Um, the old cliche, it's not even that cliche. I kind of like it. You know, <laughs> if you, you don't vote, you don't get to argue about it, right? You don't get to disagree or have a say in it. So um, it's a it's a pretty cool thing to do, and uh, we encourage you all to vote. But we did want to get into some information about our candidates and you know with will here we are can i just call you will I absolutely say like candidate lock or anything right will works okay his excellency yes. <laughs> we'll say that for after tuesday right <laughs> yeah. see what happens what music you, what entrance music you get after tuesday um <laughs> all right so let's get started Mish, you got anything to uh to ask oh will at the table here well, first, well, thanks for coming. We, we appreciate you ha- having uh, the time for us today and 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 all that good stuff. Um, so I'll just get, get right into it. Um, for for those that aren't familiar with you and you know what what you're doing within our community, won't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what you have going on right now? Absolutely. So I grew up in Hickory. Um, I did. Move away for a few short years to attend college and then was brought back with the opportunity to help contribute to Hickory's physical landscape and business community. Um, myself, my brother, and our mom worked with a group of other passionate citizens who wanted to see a change over in southwest Hickory, excuse me, southeast Hickory, over in what's now the University Mill District. So growing up, there were a lot of abandoned mill facilities which had previously created a a thriving community contributing to our economic base here in in Hickory. We wanted to see that reemerge, and so we worked with um, the other building owners in Holler Mill, the Joiners, the Neals, the Berries, in developing that space as one to be a catalyst project within our community, um, contributing both to increasing the tax base in that area, but also creating jobs and um, working to engage other local entrepreneurs and outside entrepreneurs to come in to our community. So that's what first... And through the second phase of my life in Hickory got me more and more engaged in the city, particularly in owning and operating businesses. Um, That that passion and the passion from another a number of other um, local citizens led to my involvement and an ability to participate in Friends of Hickory. Of course, we finished the Lowe's Foods Family Park in downtown, a project designed to increase foot traffic downtown as a way to benefit our downtown merchants, support local business in that way. And just this year, we received approval, the groups of businesses that came together over in the new Mill District to identify um, that area as the University Mill District, a partnership between the Norai and the entirety of its campus and a number of the other businesses in that geographic area as Hickory's newest business association. Um, All of that involvement in community led me to work on a daily basis with other passionate individuals. We were excited about the growth we're beginning to see in Hickory and ready to continue moving our community forward. That conversation led to to me running for mayor, and, and here we are. I'm excited about the opportunity to work with Hickory's stakeholders, the business community, groups of citizens, our neighborhood organizations, and moving our community forward. And we've identified a lot of specific ways to do that. Wonderful. I mean, okay, good. We're done. Thanks so much. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is that too long? No, no. I appreciate that. Um, I I have a question. You know, guys, I'm going off script here. I don't really have um, – I'm not, not using the questions on this one. I just came up with it. Um, so 
for those of the people out there that are not viewing this, which is nobody, it's audio only, but I'm viewing it. you're seeing it, you're seeing it, I'm seeing it. You're you're a spring chicken. You're young. <laughs> Tell Early us, spring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> spring nonetheless. Tell you know what uh what advantage do you think that you are bringing to the table? Um or is it disadvantage or uh you know maybe to what would you say to the people out there that are looking at you going, uh, he's he's young. Like how do I how do I know he's ready?" Sure, and I've had a number of individuals ask this question. Is Hickory ready? For a younger mayor, is it appropriate to have a mayor who's under 30? I believe, under 30? <laughs> I believe I'm the first oh, he's baby millennial, <laughs> first millennial to be running for yeah. office in, okay. in Hickory, North Carolina. Okay. And um, what I have to bring to the table is twofold. Um, di- directly referencing age, having someone and mayor as the face of our city, and the ability for that individual to engage within our community outside um, as the person who is communicating who we are as a people. Um, Mm -hmm. will help Hickory bring in a younger population. It helps work within the business community. Of course, I have relationships and mentors who I'll be working with the entire time. So we will be able to fill that gap. It's not just um, the gap of perception of experience. It's not just myself working within um, our municipal government um, as an elected official in and outside of Hickory. I'll be surrounding myself with a group of passionate individuals, some of whom are the same age, some younger, some some older. And the focus is less on age and more on experience. I have, over the last years, um, as we've opened, as I've opened and operated numerous businesses in the community, I'm gained the experience that I'd like to apply to the role of mayor. And so much of that is in building partnerships within our community. Um, And my experience with that comes through working with Friends of Hickory as an organization of private citizens who ended up um, raising a significant number of funds in order to build a playground and park facility downtown. It's working with the other businesses in South Hickory to identify the need for and then develop the University Mill District. So I can be most effective in bringing people together. Um, I think that is not dependent upon age, but passion for our community, and that is what I do have. Very good. I guess uh, to build a little bit upon that and kind of expand, one thing, and I've seen in another community, uh, I was down in Spartanburg for a little while with their economic development and chamber group, and we had a young chamber director, which, coincidence, we have one here in Hickory as well. Lindsay Kiesler is the new president of the Catawba Chamber, 30 years old. And they had a young board chair who now ironically is running for mayor of Spartanburg, which is a similar, you know, a, a kind of an old steep traditional manufacturing, you know, hub town. So it, the parallels are interesting there. But um, one thing that we did was continually push them out there as an effort to show the ability to engage at the table with the process of being growing the city um, having direct influence over things that are being done. How do you see if if you're given this opportunity next Tuesday, um, and, and not just with Lindsay, but with other folks, mm-hmm. you know, the recruitment, and I say recruitment is bad, you know, growing our young population base, young population being 20 to 30, I'll expand it to say 39. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you envision utilizing your position other people's positions in the community to help us do that. Because it is a little bit of chicken and egg. You know, like why are people right. typically going to move? Jobs. All right, so obviously we need all of those things in place. But what do you see as kind of your unique position if you're given this role and how you plan on moving with that? Sure. In some, way, in some ways what you're referencing is, is the marketing component. You know, having a 
30-year-old through Lindsay Kiesler as the president of the chamber gives the chamber an opportunity to showcase her as a passionate young professional in a leadership position helping to move our community forward. I feel that same um, area, but more of what I can offer that will contribute to our ability to grow our population, especially young working age population, bringing in young professionals, is by advocating for the types of amenities within our community that young professionals are looking for. That's working with the bond projects and the development of those projects in such a way that we will maximize the impact um, both in providing the physical infrastructure that will lead to population growth, particularly among younger workers, um, but also in attracting type of job creators who are looking to live, excuse me, to move their businesses and start their businesses in community that are creating a quality of place that they know attracts um, young working age population. Um, so, so much of what I have to offer is my perspective as a young professional that in working within Hickory, with our business, local business community and outside of Hickory and attracting um, businesses on a statewide, regional, and national level, that perspective of a young professional will help, help us to create the environment that will allow us to attract and encourage younger workers to move to our community. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, talking about you know the but retention. But you're not running for mayor. I am so. not running for mayor <laughs> yet. Yeah. And, so, and I'll also say so much of this is you know about quality of place. It's the way that our business community is interacting with the people of Hickory. Um, one of the specific businesses that ideas that brought me to Hickory was our concert series, Music in the Mill. Mm-hmm. So we had this idea to bring in nationally touring acts as a means of not just creating quality of place events for those who live in Hickory, but also are bringing people in from outside, showcasing our community, getting people to visit, hopefully contributing to our local economy. And the more of that we can encourage, you know, it'll become a cycle of growth and development. And so all of that we um, can do to move our business community in the direction of how we engage our young working age population goes a long way. Well, you've been kind of talking about the things that people want to see happening here, the things that we want. The the you know, you mentioned that it's the uh the the same old topic that kind of comes up every once in a while, you know, people want jobs, people want amenities, people want this stuff here. Right. Younger people to stick around and on. We'll get into those things, but uh, as a little bit of a backup here, maybe can you help explain to some people out there that may not understand the role of the mayor in Hickory, you know, it's different in different cities. Right. And um, we actually have touched on this in a couple other uh, podcasts that we've done because Hickory is a little unique in some some places. But um, we've all lived in different cities and had different types of government right. uh, that's been run. So explain what the role is going to be and how you would help educate people of what your role is so that you're not getting phone calls at 2 a.m. saying, <laughs> why is my dad not I got a job now or something, you know, so. What do, what do you uh, what can you tell us about that? Sure. So the role of the mayor in, in North Carolina is that of a part time position. Hickory and many North Carolina municipalities function with a council manager form of government. So our city manager, who is currently Warren Wood, is the CEO of the city, running the day to day operations. The mayor functions as a chairman of the board, working with council to help identify vision and direct our city manager and city staff. Mm-hmm. Um, for the vision of the city moving forward. Um, I go back to a time 
a big decision that we made in our community with um, proposing and then passing the bond referendums. And I worked very closely with Mayor Wright, who was an incredible advocate for passing those referendums. Mayor and council decided that the people of Hickory would vote on whether or not to pass those two initiatives to help fund additional infrastructure in our community. And then Mayor Wright worked with a group called Boost Hickory. I was a member of that organization. We had a handful of people, maybe two handfuls of people, who worked on a daily and weekly basis to get that passed. We created an organization solely about getting that initiative passed um, by a vote of the people of Hickory. Um, And so Mayor Wright set an example of the type of day-to-day work a mayor can put in, not just to that initiative, but in general on how we move our community forward. So I'd like to follow that example, working on a daily basis for our community, not taking away our city manager, city staff's positions. Um, I'm not looking forward to the 2 a.m. phone calls, though I'm more than willing to accept them. (laughs) I will be accessible. And... um, but also helping to identify the vision for growth. What can we be doing as a community above and beyond the basic maintenance of our city to help us attract population, grow business, increase our tax base? The same rhetoric we've been using, but I'd like to see the mayor, I'd like to, as mayor, be working on a daily basis to fulfill those goals. And so much of that is in working with our city manager and staff on a daily basis, but it's also acting as a leader outside of Hickory, participating on the state and national levels, identifying opportunities for growth within Hickory, um, creating a plan for those projects, and then bringing it to completion. Excellent. Thank you. Right. Uh, we'll, we, you know, we, we spoke about a bunch of things already, but what do you think Hickory – what do you think our greatest asset is in Hickory? The greatest asset in Hickory is the people of Hickory. So we – have always been a community of entrepreneurs, you know, even more than a furniture town, a textile town or a fiber optic cable town or one built um, on any other specific aspect of, of our identity. It's that we are people who share this entrepreneurial spirit. We, I was in a community meeting recently about our area and the identifier was we make things. We are, are proud of, of where we're from and, our ability to contribute on a daily basis to not just the rest of our neighbors in Hickory, but developing businesses that have an economic impact beyond our local economy, but state, nationally, and internationally um, as a part of what makes us great. Um, We also are an incredibly generous community. The way that we take care of those who are homeless and in need in our community um, has a tremendous impact on our ability to move forward. Um, The work of Friends of Hickory as an example, a group of private citizens who came together to identify specific need of how we increase the livability and contribute to the business economy in Hickory was born of the idea of Allison Holtzman and her group of friends. I was lucky to get involved and help work with that organization. And there are countless examples of that type of involvement. You go back a generation, the creation of the the salt block with the library system there, the arts museum, the science center, um, the choral society, and the symphony. So Hickory has a lengthy past of passionate citizens who are working to benefit not just our own community, our own neighbors, but to have an impact in the larger world. Right. Uh, you, you, you touched on the homelessness issue. Um, you know, as a concerned citizen of Hickory, Whenever we drive down LR Boulevard, you can't help but see the growing numbers of those folks. 
um, breaks my heart, breaks everyone's heart to see that. I think that you nailed that. You nailed it on the head when you said that that the reason you know a lot of these folks are here is because we do have a passionate community. That being said, how do we how do we get those people in a position where they're not in they're not destitute they're not you know they're not hanging around you know the, the quick mart and and the Salvation Army you know how do we, how do we get those people to the next step to the next step for them to, you know, and to I, I'm not, not it might not be the mayor's role to do that but I'm sure you have ideas well and our elected officials should be participating in the community helping. Um, act as catalyst to deal with whatever the needs are. Um, with that specific issue, the one of homelessness ties into so many other um, larger ish, large issues in Hickory, that of joblessness in our economy, that of, of the opioid epidemic and its impact within our community. Sure. Um, we do have a number of organizations dealing with the, on a daily basis of how we help our homeless population through providing a place to sleep, you know, a bed at night, through providing um, food for that day and the next. And there are a number of organizations providing paths out of poverty, breaking the cycle of homelessness, of mental illness, of addiction, to create within an individual the desire and need to to move forward in a path to personal success. Um, as mayor, I'd like to continue working with, with those groups. Our police chief, Thurman Wisnett, has specifically touched on numerous times um, that idea of perpetuating the cycle of homelessness, of addiction, by um, providing the resources to stay homeless for one more day, to stay addicted for one more day. Um, and he is working with our organizations who are creating opportunities to get people out of the cycle of addiction, to find more than a bed for that night, but a permanent place to stay, job opportunities, or a, a path to um, creating the skills necessary to find a job locally and then to advance within within that field. Um, I would like to continue engaging with organizations focused in that way and bring them together, perhaps even in the task force initiative focused on how we we do alleviate the number of homeless individuals we see in our community. Right. And, you know, I, having having such great organizations in town, it's, it's almost like a double-edged sword because we have, you know, the, the soup kitchen, the Salvation Army, and, and all these other folks. So, you know, it, it almost seems like the homeless population is brought to Hickory. Or there's a, a, a contingency of homeless folks that might even come to Hickory because they know we have good resources. I don't know. It's just maybe just something to think about, I guess. Sound very compassionate over there. I, I, like I know. I, I like it. we, we got to get you plugged Softer. in with something. How dare you? I'm not compassionate at all. Yeah. 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 Of course I am. Yeah, you have to be. Just an M&M, man. You're just hard on the outside and just gooey. That's right. Well, I'll stop there on you. Like a warm chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) That's better. I don't know where I was headed with the M&M, but still. (laughs) Uh, Well, talk a little bit about most cities – you know, they're they're, the front door to the community is typically the downtown area. And, of course, you know, downtown Hickory – it's got a lot of great things going on. There are draws. You talked about the, the Lowe's Foods Park, right. some recent additions. What do you see as far as – I also feel that there's been a shift in kind of the, the center point of downtown with the Mill District, the University Mill District you spoke of, and how it's kind of helped to either expand or shift that center of the downtown. What is your vision for what the, the future of that core downtown area of Hickory is as far as – you know, being that that window into the community and that gathering place for citizens and visitors alike. 
Right. And I agree that in many downtowns, in downtown, in, in many communities, in Hickory specifically, downtown should be a showcase, a showcase of the best of who we are. It should be thriving, a dynamic, um, a dynamic atmosphere for both visitors, but also as an amenity for people who live in Hickory, for those of us who are looking for things to do in our community. Um, and we've done a great job. Downtown Hickory has done a great job of working toward that goal. And there's lots more we have to do. The way that an elected official, the way I would like to act as mayor would be by continuing to work with organizations like the Hickory Downtown Development Association, um, providing additional connections and resources, um, tying them more in with the municipal government in such a way that we can have an even larger impact. And, and so much of that is, is through the events that we have. Of course, Hickory does a good job with its Oktoberfest, with the Craft Beer Festival, um, with the sales on the square concert series that that goes on during the summer, and the more events like that we can have, bringing people in, creating a critical mass in downtown, should help then contribute to making the merchants and the businesses more successful, and then incentivize additional businesses to move into our downtown area. That can then lead to more residential opportunities in downtown. Um, as mayor, won't be my responsibility to dictate what downtown development looks like. But there is a lot of ability as mayor to work with the existing organizations, maybe even new organizations, the existing businesses and the future businesses to come in to provide opportunities to encourage more people to come downtown that will lead to a cycle of further and further development. Well, that sounds exciting. You know, I mean, it's it's all sounds like great stuff that you want to happen and you want things to to move along and you know we had an actual um podcast about one of our very first podcast was addressing the bond right and it was like a review and a recap um we we talked about how there were some misconceptions maybe or um problems or concern out there that a lot of people were like when is this gonna happen like what's taking so long and It, it comes across, and I think that's sort of that Christmas morning, um, you know, problem where everybody thinks, like, well, you know, hurry up and get here, hurry up and get here. It, it seems like it's taken a long time, but obviously it's a big process. So I know you've been involved with this mm-hmm. um, for a long time, and all the things that you're talking about downtown that everybody would like to see, I think all those are exciting. But the bond is something that we're all super big behind. So where do you see um, the bond projects in the coming year? I know you've been involved. I don't, you know, I don't need you to update on where they are, but what do you think's the the ups and downs of the bond that we're going to be seeing soon? So I have been participating in the process. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, I was one of the organizers of Boost Hickory, the campaign Mm -hmm. to pass the bond referendum. And since the creation of the bond commission has served as the Catawba County Chamber of Commerce's representative on the bond commission. So my specific area of interest around the bond projects is the impact they will have in contributing to our local economy. And of course that ties in with everything else, quality of place, bringing in a larger population, attracting um, young skilled labor to, to provide, to contribute as workers to, to the business community we hope to bring in. Um, I've served on the city walk subcommittee. Um, the city walk subcommittee um, has approved the 60% design drawings and has passed them on will be passing them on to the full bond commission to approve on november 2nd to then pass them on to our city council great we are moving on a very specific and tight timeline to get these projects completed each of the four projects the city walk river walk streets and skate 
streetscapes and gateways and um, the bond contribution to the um, Class A business um, development area. Um, on a quick timeline, we have to spend the bond money in a specific amount of time. Um, it's important to remember, too, that the, these projects will have a generational impact, that at two years between passing the bonds and approving 60% design process on the city walk feels like a very long time, but the impact we're talking about is decades, if not multiple generations. And so we want to make sure that we're doing it in the best way possible. And we have a city staff who's been working on a daily basis for these projects. We've engaged a project management firm in Freese Nichols to, to help guide the city through this process. And we're working with um, an engineering firm on the city walk, and we'll bring in additional engineering firms on the rest of the, the projects to help design the specific plans on how we have the greatest impact with these projects. Mm-hmm. So while it does feel like it has been a long time, um, daily work has happened on a daily basis. We will be breaking ground next year. Um, I have a bias towards action on these projects. Um, I recognize the importance and the impact they can have in the community, and we have to be proceeding along with a sense of urgency. What I will also add is that um, as an elected official, I intend to be the most informed person in the room on all of these projects. Um, I've spent time studying the impact these large-scale projects can have on a community, including specific examples in other communities, and intend for Hickory to utilize these bond monies, taxpayer monies, in a way that has um, the most impact within, within our city. And for those listeners who want updates on the, you know, the bond reform, you can call Will at 2 a.m. Or, you can, or and I'll you, answer. He will. Or call you back. Right. Yeah. Just leave a message. Uh, you can go to hickorync.gov and find out a, a lot of the, that information. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. wanted to, to touch real quick. I just – Especially looking, you know, on a macro level, how North Carolina has, you know, changed and evolved over the last several decades or generation, um, going from that state of many cities to really having those urban cores grow. And Hickory's kind of, you know, right in the middle of that crossroads of being that semi-rural, semi-urban area, um, also being a small metro inside of the large metro sphere of Charlotte. Um, what do you? envision Hickory's future being within not only Catawba County, right. the role of, of city of Hickory in the county, but also in this region. Like I just see as you do things in, in Raleigh, as, as the legislature becomes more urban centric for the first time in state's history over the last six years, all these things. What do you envision as, as this city's role within our region leading the future, not only for the city, right. but for the area. Well, Hickory has a national and an international reputation. You can mention Hickory, North Carolina, all over the world, and people identify us with furniture and the products that are made here. And while we have experienced economic decline in the last couple of decades, we are now positioned for growth. And not just retaining an identity as a place where we make things, but expanding upon that and being known as a beautiful city that is growing, attracting a number of businesses, increasing our population, and as a destination both within our region and on a larger scale. Hickory is positioned um, uniquely, geographically, to really benefit from the trends that you're describing. We 
are close and accessible to Charlotte and its international airport. We are close to Asheville and the other mountain communities and the type of leisure activities that people choose to have accessible to them. Um, we are close to a number of other large metro areas, but we're not so close that we can't have an independent and unique identity. Um, and that identity is currently one of, of manufacturing, of entrepreneurship. Um, it is one of, of tremendous amenities and resources for our citizens. And expanding upon all of that is where I see Hickory headed um, to be a growing and thriving community um, that is not just a part of the Charlotte region, but stands out on its own um, within the state of North Carolina as a destination community to live, to raise a family, to start a business, um, to be attracted to whether you are a recent college graduate looking for a job or you're a retiree looking for um, a great place to live. Agreed. So um, we have a couple other topics to get on to in the show, but I did want to get one more question. Hopefully you'll stick around for the rest of the show. But Absolutely. I uh, wanted to wrap up your conversation here with the final question, and might be a little uh, broad, but question is, why you? Why me as mayor? Why you for anything, Will? <laughs> <laughs> yes, why, why, why vote for you? I mean, I've, I had this question a lot, and this came up, of course, when I was working with a group of people working to identify, you know, the path forward for Hickory. With the passing of Mayor Wright, how do we um, continue pushing for growth within the city of Hickory? Um, my experience around owning and operating businesses in Hickory, the specific nature of those businesses, you know, the goal was always to create job opportunities, but also to develop amenity businesses um, that help attract and retain a young population in our community. So a brewery, a concert series, a casual fine dining restaurant, I'll contribute to that vision. Um, each of the projects I've had the, been fortunate to participate in with other passionate individuals have contributed to that same vision. How do we continue building a physical infrastructure that, that brings in a young population, that brings in all people in an increasing population with a focus on a younger population, which are currently losing, um, but also um, helps contribute to the physical landscape of Hickory in such a way that makes it um, a desirable place to live. The experience in working with those partnerships and bringing people together and working with large groups from different backgrounds, all passionate about our community, the ability to engage the stakeholders in the University Mill District, be they Paul Thompson and Transportation Insight, the leadership of Lenore Rhine and Johnny Moretz and Moretz Mill, to bring those groups together, to come together with stakeholders to work towards the, the betterment of our community is all experience that I'd like to bring um, to the role of mayor, particularly that achieved in the development of Holler Mill and the University Mill District in general. Um, what was once a thriving economic hub became a, an area in decline um, and working with a group of individuals we've developed a way we've learned how to bring it back into a thriving um, emerging um, neighborhood that is bringing people um, from within our community and from without and applying that expertise to the rest of our community is something i'd, I'd like to do great Thank you, Will Locke, mayor you, candidate. Yes, here for uh, City of Hickory. We really appreciate you taking the time to 
go over all that with you or with us and to uh, just give us a little bit of insight as to who you are. And uh, again, want to encourage everyone to vote. No matter matter what, get out and vote. Um, I saw you one time, you were telling me something about, uh, and I don't remember exactly what all it was, but just the the age range of the, the voters that come out, you know, and Hickory, unfortunately, has not been great. No, um, we actually have twice as many 70 and older voters as under 30-year-old voters. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, oh. so, uh, yeah. And not, totally re- and not reflective of the demographic breakdown of our sure. community based on age. We have um, fewer people, 18 to 30 who are choosing to go and vote. And we have to yeah. encourage those individuals to participate Fair. in the process. And that's so much what, of what this is. It's engaging as many people mm-hmm. as we can. And while I focused a lot on business development and growth, being the mayor is about uniting all of our community, creating prosperity for each of our neighborhoods, each of the four quadrants yeah. as Sikri can be divided and how we move forward to a more prosperous future for all of us. And the first step to doing that is by voting, by participating. Great. Great. Thank you. Again, uh, voting, early voting is going on now at Highland Rec Center. And uh, the real deal voting day, the Mary Margaret Goes to Vote Day, <laughs> is November 7th, next Tuesday. Uh, we do encourage everyone to get out and vote. Um, thank you again, Will Locke, for being here. Um, thank you for having me. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Great. So, speaking of, we speaking do have of some events. events. We do yes. have events. So, uh, we, have, we have our main event is to get out and vote. Our main yeah, event sure. is Election Day. Yeah, Will, you have some campaign events coming up as well. Go ahead and get, plug those things, too. I, absolutely, it. sure. So, um, we do have two campaign events coming up. The, the next one is this Friday at Craft Beer Cellar. So, it's a public event. Everyone's invited. I'm hosted by a number of downtown businesses, Craft Beer Cellar included, um, that's this Friday, starting at five o'clock. Just an opportunity for to get everyone together. Um, if anyone has questions for me about the mayoral process, I'll be available to answer them. But also, just a fun way to bring together our our community. And then that's this that is Friday, this Friday, the November third. Correct at five o'clock, and then um, the next day on Saturday at twelve, we're having an event over at John Boy's Cafe. In Ridgeview and another public event, everyone is invited. First hundred people will have lunch paid for on the nice. campaign. But but those two events are designed to to bring all of Hickory together, an opportunity to ask questions about the process, but also just to share each of our visions for our community moving forward. You know, I'll be there to listen, to collect that information, to then apply when I am mayor, but also to um, share my vision for Hickory if people have questions um, before they enter the the voting booth on Tuesday. Excellent. Great. Just tossing it out there. The final Lenore Ryan Bears home football game this Saturday the 4th at 2 o'clock. That's right. That's right. Between, Between the, the bricks. bricks. Hey. hey. LR grads. Um, so uh, be sure to get out to those events. Again, as Will said, free, open to the public. And, um, you know, you don't know if you don't go to these right. things. You can't can't really say much in, in response if you haven't yeah. done your research. Yeah, November 17th, Wood Brothers are coming to Music in the Middle. That's going to be fun. Absolutely. Oh, man, I've been, to be I've been looking forward to that Brothers. for a long time. That is a long uh, time. There are still some of us still looking for tickets, so we are excited that it they're— It is sold out. Yes. There's a waiting list, but maybe one of your friends goes up. I know, right? Maybe somebody gets sick. We'll see. Um, But, uh, all right, we do have 
some some gluttony at the table today. Oh, that, that's <laughs> why Moose is so quiet. It's because I'm just absolutely still full from lunch. As you know, most of you that have listened before, one of our segments in every show is to review a local restaurant. And when we mean we say local, we we try to be real local, hyper real local, hyper local. Yeah, and uh, today was no different. Um, a different experience, I really believe, and, and learned a little bit there. But uh, McNally, you look especially full today. I'm going to let you. <laughs> Which I'm is saying you something. Talk. Is that what you're getting? It at? is first low too. Yep, this is it McNally's true. lowest bill. Yeah. Thus far in our food adventures. Yes. Um, you know, I and I only went with one course. Usually, I try to get a little sampler because mm-hmm. I'm not, here for the people. And we appreciate you, but you. today it has it has not served you as well. Oh, <laughs> actually, it served me very well. Okay, well, I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on it, and uh, please. So we went to Hot Potato, Hot Potato, Hot Potato, and in true Hickory fashion, it's located in the old dad's place because that's how we reference where anything is located in Hickory <laughs> is by where yeah. where something else used to stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so downtown. Uh, it is a wonderful establishment. It's the only one of its kind. We were that was reiterated today. Not a chain. Not a, Not chain. a chain. Been open for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. maybe. And so, Mary Margaret's been there before. Moose and I's maiden voyage, yeah, maiden voyage to the yeah. hot potato. <laughs> I've been there a few Will, times. Will's been spot. there. Yeah. Yep. And yep. and it is one of those spots too. And we had this discussion at lunch, and, and Will reiterated it when he came here. Is it is a spot. That can serve multiple meal times for you, yes. depending on your mood and, and adventures prior to uh, partaking in after <laughs> you know, the the hot potato. So this is one of those establishments where you go in. Of course, in the name hot potato, potato base. You pick a French fry or a potato. Mm-hmm. Then they you pick toppings. So they have some pre-made choices, which we all partook in mm-hmm. or you can build your own so for me i had the basically the equivalent of potato wedges i can't remember what they called them i don't remember what they call them i took a picture of the mini i'll pull yeah, it look up. That up and it, mine was the border now it didn't specify which border so southern. I'll leave that it's up for the listeners. Southern border. Yeah, Side it was winders. not Canadian bacon or anything. <laughs> Sidewinders. Sidewinders were the potato base that I chose. And it had seasoned beef. It basically a, a burrito exploded on top of my sidewinder potatoes. Yeah. Is, is how on top of your big French fry wedges. Exactly. And when in doubt, I almost always go with the Mexican influence of food choice because it doesn't ever leave me wrong. If all else fails, put salsa on it. We're good. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. And this was no exception. It was excellent. I think the the sidewinders were very good to as a base for it. I think even I had a couple people steal a wedge with some toppings on it, almost like a nacho. Who did? I don't... <laughs> nameless. This okay. is a guilt-free... Moose. No, that's that's <laughs> not true at all. I had a french fry base and none of the toppings ended up on any of Moose's articles of clothing. Yeah, so I appreciate a, that. We broke our one-week streak of... <laughs> Wax Cleaners is upset with you because they're not getting any business out of this. Not hey, we can go around to glob sometime. Nom I'm sure nom. we can rectify and make sure that we get them their business that's necessary. Um, so my, I went with the border. It was excellent. And I will tell you what, like we said beforehand, this is my lowest price that I've had. You know, it's still... Almost ten bucks, but I got a soda, a little gluttonous True. there too. You got a soda, extra couple a bucks for soda, a tip, and the con- uh, the um, pre 
pre-made meals. If I, you will. Yeah, yeah, I selected one. We all selected one of the pre-made meals. Correct. Obviously, you could choose to build your own however you want. There are some awesome Not choices. Pre-made, there. they're just pre like what's the so word? Designed. Yeah, designed. pre-designed. Yeah, the best way they are uh, either six ninety-nine or seven ninety-nine. So you're staying in that range to get it. And I mean, it's right. a lot of food. At what, I am still stuffed. Yeah, like dinner is. You're might eating be Halloween regular, candy. You're eating at yeah, regular that's, time. That's dinner tonight. Yeah. Is, is the Halloween candy. So with that, I'll let you guys dictate what you. Oh uh, well, in uh, in in honor of this podcast, I had the angry chicken. Uh, it was it was delicious. It's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> I I I bet it is. It was great. It had uh, it was buffalo chicken, um, ranch sauce on top of waffle fries. No waffle on the waffle fries. You chose waffle fries. I did so, choose the waffle yeah, fries. Yeah, you could get it on any fry yeah, or upgrade. any potato. Yeah, fifty cent upgrade, no problem. You went with waffle fries. Yeah, I did go with waffle fries. It was delicious. I was also eyeballing the um, broccoli and cheese on like a baked potato, but then I was like, nah, I'm just gonna just be fat kid today. You were angry chicken. You were not. Whatever. So you eyeballed that. That was for point. Oh, I was about to say. Seconds. You, you walked in right away. You walked in and like, looked oh, at it and said, chicken. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm going with that. Jeez, you didn't even, I don't even know how fast. First of all, you looked at the menu super fast. You saw chicken. You said done. Well, I mean, I've, and I've then limited, you got the limited food, things. Yeah. And you were like, I mean, done with that. It was, plate. It, was it was, okay. Full disclosure. Best thing I've had since we own oh, from podcast food. Hey, I think so. It what was your best I, pod meal. So I, I think it was. Yeah, it was wow. delicious. That is that's, that's an endorsement. It's big. It's endorsement, it's big, guys. It's Ready for big. this? Eight out of seven. No. Eight out of seven what? on the seven scale. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Moose uses a seven scale, and we all think it's ridiculous, but whatever. What's, what's the typical scale that is used? One to ten. What everyone wants? Okay. Yeah, like a yeah. normal one to ten. We're, yeah, I mean, we do a normal one. Moose goes to seven. So he just but some things get eight out of seven. Eight, eight out of seven, seven. apparently. It's a pretty big endorsement. <laughs> yeah. right. We've Knock never heard that. We don't go 11 out of 10. No, so. no, no, no. <laughs> you know, the angry chicken goes great with their milkshakes. Did any of you get a milkshake? No. no All breakfast cereal themed <laughs> We saw, we saw we saw fruity pebbles, fruity pebbles on them. My menu. favorite is cinnamon toast crunch. Shut up. Cinnamon toast crunch milkshake. So it's a milkshake because I saw there milkshake. where there was fries and cream where you could basically choose your type of fry, and then I assumed mm-hmm. like a the dip. people you see that get fries and a frosty and dip it in is basically their equivalent. One of right. them was chocolate vanilla Oreo and fruity pebbles. If I would have got right. the milkshake, we'd have to cancel this podcast. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but it does yes. go well with the angry chicken. Right. Well, that I mean, yeah, that that's sounds a voice amazing. experience it's right there, folks. Good to know. Who would have guessed it? Yes. <laughs> Well, I had the Wicked Pizza, which I had never had before. Um, I had the Angry Chicken, and I've had the Bad Piggy before, in case anybody's curious. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, but I kind of thought she McNally was going to go with that. She did say those were like her best it. sellers were yeah. Bad Piggy, Angry Chicken. Mm-hmm. And so Bad Piggy actually is uh, fries covered in mac and cheese, bacon, and barbecue. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Um, But I had a new one today for me. It was Wicked Pizza, and it was basically French fries. I went with crinkle cut fries because that's my favorite, and they up, they, I feel like they hold their shape the best. When they all held their shape when they were still in the bottom of your tray. Yes, I know, right? We, um, for the, for the pizzaness. Yes, it is. Uh, marinara sauce, cheese, pepperoni, and I added mushrooms to it. Hey, Made it a little call. special. Thank you. Um, I enjoyed it. I can never eat. I've never finished a plate at Hot Potato. Never have. Probably never will, but I don't care. I'll go back. Um, 
I love it. I love the uniqueness of it. I love the fact that they have so many options. Um, it's colorful. It's bright in there. You're, you can go there. I don't know how many times without having the same thing yeah, ever. Um, Decor is great too. Yeah. It's very diner ish feel and, and kind of classic old school local run, small and outside seating yep. as well as some cornhole outside. Yeah. Absolutely. Open late, you know, open till midnight on Friday, open to 2 a.m. on Saturday. I mean, college kids, like yeah. that's your dream spot, right? And yeah. they had the LR sticker in the window, so discounts are there. You know there. what that means. Go in there, LR kids. <laughs> and they have a little walk-up window. I was going to say drive through but it's They it's do. You can uh, order at the walk-up or you can call ahead of time and pick up your order at the window, which... Fantastic. You know, I love yeah. that type of stuff. Um, they do have dessert options, as Will mentioned with the milkshake. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yes. Good stuff. Yes. Um, but they they have fries and cream, as McNally said, which I don't really know what that means, but I'm willing to try at some point. Um, you pick your fry and then you pick your cream. And then they also have just seasoned fries with fun dips. So you can get like any type of seasoned fries, such as ranch or cheddar, salt and vinegar, sour cream and onion, stuff like that. And then they have dipping aioli sauces on the side that you can pick. And so it's just more of a, uh, I would think of that like a little appetizer type deal, you know, just mm-hmm. eating and dipping. But well, the, the young lady that they was give there, there today was also pimping out the uh, the waffle fries. She was. She knows. She didn't the, uh, give any funnel recommendation. Cake. Funnel cake. There yeah. you go. On she waffle didn't give fries. Any recommendations on which one to which main course to eat? Just like picking her She's, children. Like yeah, she picking didn't. her children. Right, which okay. <laughs> Whatever. We can all pick our favorite kid. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> kidding. But Solid. she did when we were leaving. She said the funnel cake fries. We had to come back and do that. So. <laughs> And it smelled fantastic. As we were walking up, Moose and I actually were, I was like, wait, is that funnel cakes? I could smell funnel cakes outside. So that's good. If we need a funnel cake fix, when it's not Oktoberfest. Absolutely. I think you can go there. Yeah. Yeah. Roll there. Yeah. So catch a small case. Well, what was your, so you've been there before and you got the angry chicken. I have had the angry chicken. I've had a number of the options. Yes. Do you have a favorite that sticks out or are they all thumbs up? Thumbs up. Yeah. Great spot. Yeah. And a good business model. I could absolutely see Hickory as being a great hometown operation for that place, yeah. but then having multiple locations. I agree. We also mentioned that we think it could be a great food truck opportunity oh, for that. That thing on wheels would be awesome. Yeah. yeah Definitely think so. But just very unique. Really encourage people to go out and check it out. Like you said, it's downtown um, in the old dad's place. And. Uh, it's, what more directions would you need? I know, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody knows that's where it was. Behind but, the BB&T, diagonal yes. of PNC, and the, the city Across hall. Across the big city parking lot. That's where yeah. you can park. It's a big city parking lot. So, um, again, they're late hours. Everything is is super healthy, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I think everything was less than 300 calories there. Well, McNally's had lettuce on it. so And tomatoes. Hey. Is it iceberg lettuce? <laughs> it's definitely and, shredded. Uh, good. And I think a little cilantro. Hey. So bonus. I was. It was uh, the the. It was still high carb though. So this oh, is not yeah, the, lot, sure. the low carb spot. I mean, but again, uh, hot potatoes should be a dead giveaway. It's not the low carb right, spot. But right. You know what? I think it's a great great asset too downtown. Awesome. I think it's fun, but I think it's also a little hidden yeah, gem. So. For sure. And if you you know if you're on some sort of diet or something, that would be a great cheat day spot. Yes, or totally. the one you go to before it starts or when you're done. Yes. You're like, oh, yeah, it's like, yes. I'm back, baby. And you just go <laughs> Here I lunch, am. <laughs> and you're set. Nice, nice. Now, Will, we all know 
that you have some ties to some local restaurants in the area. I do. That's okay. true. <laughs> However, we'll give them a plug in a second here, but I want you to tell us outside of your family connections to restaurants. Okay. What's your favorite little guilty pleasure in Hickory? What are some of my favorite places to eat? Just little, yeah, just, mm-hmm. you know, your your go-to spots. Well, one of them's right a cor- around the corner. We talked about it earlier before the podcast started. Isabella's is my uh, one of my favorite places to Yes. Um, we reviewed so, that one. Yes, that yeah. was the La Tienda. We went there for the first time when we did the pod, and I've been there probably a dozen times. Me since. too. Best I've totally tacos been back. in town. Yes. They're yes. amazing. Close. Mm-hmm. That yeah. green sauce will rock you, though. Yeah. No, the red sauce. The red sauce. Oh, was, it is the red yeah. sauce. Yeah. yeah, it got yeah. you so good you can't remember what color <laughs> it, it, it was. You were seeing green it, after it. my short-term memory. It hit yeah. me so hard. And, and I think more and more people are finding out about it. They've added a new outdoor patio, which just makes for a really nice environment. It's downtown. Walkable to it's the rest of our very cool downtown spot. community. Yeah, that's so that's one of my favorites. Excellent. Well, good. That's because that's what we've been to. So that's good <laughs> to know. Um, obviously, we encourage anyone out there if you have a place that you'd like us to come check out, review, give a little write up about. Um, we are happy to come. Just shoot us some suggestions. We do have a voicemail line at 828-619-0048. You can call, leave us a message, let us know um, your ideas. We also have an email, info at themesh.tv. Again, you can find us on themesh.tv, our website, as well as Instagram, themesh.tv, and uh, Facebook. Absolutely. And we would be remiss if we didn't thank... Today's sponsor, the Sock Factory. Now, Will, you like socks? I love socks. Do you wear socks? You got on no, socks? Okay, good. I do have on some socks. Good, good, good. Now, Will, you would love the Sock Factory. They've been made in North Carolina since 1975. They have three lines of socks. Crazy compression. We already talked about, you know, you're being young. You don't need compression socks yet. <laughs> but yet. you look like a William Tucker line kind of guy. I am wearing a pair of William Tucker socks Shut right up. Up. Shut up. Product placement. That's amazing. They also have the Fit Sock line, and any and everybody can find these and more at www.thesockfactory.com. Thank you, Banks family. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. It's been fun. It's been real. Thank you to our mayoral candidate, Will Locke. Thanks for joining. Yeah, Yeah, we appreciate it. I'm looking forward to working with you to continue to make this town the best it can be. Definitely feel like uh, you're not going anywhere. We're going to hear a lot more from you in the future for sure. Um, Thanks again for joining us. We hope to uh, have you hear us next time. I was about to say see you next time, but we won't. So maybe we could. We could. Um, We appreciate it. We are Street Circle Drive, and we will catch you next time. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. 
All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.